Hey there and welcome to the Skin Lovers Unite podcast. My name is Kelly, otherwise known as Skin Queen, and I'm so excited to educate you on all things real skin science. Over the past five years, I've gone from working as a dermal therapist to a clinical educator where I worked with some of Australia's leading skincare companies, learning so much about the skin and science behind how it all works. And now I'm here to share all my knowledge with you. Let's jump right into today's episode. Hello, 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 skin lovers. It has been a little while since I have done a solo podcast episode, and I'm really looking forward to today's episode because it's something that I have wanted to talk about for a very, very long time. And something that I see women, especially women in the beauty industry, struggle with all the time as well. And that is, in case you didn't already read the title, Money Mindset. Now, funnily enough, I'm recording this podcast ahead of a moneymakers retreat that I'm actually going to here in the Sunshine Coast, which is being hosted by Claire Wood Coach this weekend. And by the time this episode would have come out, I would have already attended the retreat. And it's just really got me thinking, you know, how far I've come myself in the past 12 months and how my money mindset has really changed so much over the past 12 months as well. So let's start right at the very beginning with what exactly is a money mindset. So your money mindset is your unique set of beliefs and really your attitude about money. So for example, if somebody buys a car for $60,000, your beliefs will tell you whether or not that is expensive or if you see that as good value. That's really a easy example of what a money mindset is. It really drives the decisions you make in your life about how much money you save, how much money you spend, and also how you handle your money as well. And not everybody has a healthy money mindset. And this is something that since working on mine, and I by no means have like a perfect money mindset. There are definitely things that come up all the time for me, but not as much as they used to. And since working on this myself, and I'm going to be sharing with you some practical tips at the end so that you can work on yours as well, but I've really noticed how poor the money mindset of those around me are. And so I wanted to discuss what people who have a healthy mindset actually look like. So these people really believe things like, I have the freedom to spend, but I can also tell myself no to a purchase. And it rather comes from a place of, nah, I don't really want that rather than, no, don't spend the money on that. You can't afford that. You've spent too much money on X. And I'm using that example because that happened to me today. So I thought I would come up to the Sunshine Coast a little bit early and do some shopping and get a few new different things that I could wear this weekend. And I haven't been shopping in a very, very long time. Like, I don't know. I think the last time I went shopping was probably in uh, December last year, maybe even November last year. Like I don't go shopping too much. And I thought, no, I'm going to go shopping. I'm going to go buy myself a few nice things. And I picked up maybe five or six different things and I was having a look at them. And I didn't even look at the price initially. I was looking at the sizes. And then when I tried things on, I was like, oh, I like this. Oh, I don't like this. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get these two things because I like it. And then when I got to the checkout and she told me the price, I was like, oh, it was kind of nice to be like, I can afford to do that. Like whatever I want to do. Also, people with a healthy money mindset 
um, believe things that they actually enjoy helping others who are struggling by giving generously. Um, They don't feel the need to compare themselves financially and also to that it's so possible to achieve their financial goals. (laughs) And that's a really important thing. This is why I wanted to talk about it today. Now, your money mindset really shapes the way you feel about debt, about the price of things, about values towards different things that you would spend money on, um, your attitude towards people who make more or less money about you, how easily you can give, your ability to invest with confidence, and also so much more. Really, they say that your money mindset is influenced by many different factors, including the psychology of money. And obviously, this comes with different experiences that you've had around money as well. So think about things like if you had a part-time job in high school, um, or if you've been at the receiving end of a lot of money, or if you've been at the receiving end of having lots of money taken from you, um, and also too, how openly your parents have talked about money growing up around you too. That is a really, really big one because a lot of our beliefs and our values and everything that we have in life, you know, we have adopted a lot from our parents and the people that have brought us up in life. However, it isn't always our parents' fault either. (laughs) And I know that might be a little bit like weird to say, but, you know, it's true because as we become adults and we start to develop our own values and our own beliefs, we really get to control that destiny as well. But To go back to that, think about the way that your parents used to talk about money or how they would treat money or little things by saying like, you know, money doesn't grow on trees or if you were ever a little kid who would ask for lots of things, whether you're asking for new toys or asking if you go get ice cream or asking if you could go get takeaway. And if your parents would say things like, no, we can't afford that. No, that costs money. No, that's too much money. No, you don't need to spend money on those sorts of things. That really helps to form part of our beliefs and our values around money. And that really influences us from an early age. So I want you now to have a little bit of a think about what money was like growing up for you. And it's different for every single person and there's no right and wrong. But I also want you to draw similarities about if those money beliefs have really followed you into your adulthood. Now, as I keep saying, this is a super important topic to me and also one that I find isn't spoken about enough within the beauty industry. And this is why I wanted to do a podcast episode on it. I know it's not my traditional deep dive on skin. I promise that they will be back from next Monday and I've got a couple of amazing guests line up as per usual. But this is huge for the beauty industry because if we have poor money mindsets, then this really affects one, our ability to sell to others in business because we often feel bad if it's not something we would spend our money on. And I'm going to dive into that in a little bit more depth in a moment, but also too, it can really inhibit our success in business. So if you are a business owner listening to this, then keep listening to this. Do not press pause and exit off. So let's talk about point number one. If we have a poor money mindset, it can really affect our ability to sell to others in business because we often feel bad. So I have noticed this quite a lot over the years and oftentimes we feel bad to sell products and treatments to our clients because of our own money mindset, but also because, and I wanted to dive deeper into this, it's because we wouldn't actually pay for that ourselves or maybe we are basing it off how much money is in our own bank account. 
And this happens um, often because as therapists, you know, we get free treatments and we often get free products or at least products at cost price. And so we see the value in that. And so to, you know, charge for treatments and almost charge double for our products, it can sometimes feel like we're ripping somebody off and we feel bad to charge them the full price because, It's like, okay, well, we know what we're actually paying. So that's what it's actually worth. And now I'm going to charge you double. And so that can kind of make you feel a little bit uneasy. And that can actually, believe it or not, inhibit you from then selling and recommending products. But I wanted to remind you that the difference is that when a client is coming to visit you in clinic and they're having a treatment and we are giving them recommendations and they're buying products from us, you know, they're actually paying for the whole experience. So they're paying for all the little touches, the conversations, the education, to be in the space, for the aircon, for the tea or the sparkling water or the water afterwards, um, you know, for the hand massage, for the inhalations, for your expertise, I think is the most important one. You know, all of these things are very, very valuable and all worth something. This is quite different for us when we don't do those things. And, you know, I'm sitting here, actually, I wrote this in my notes on my phone, so I wouldn't forget this, but I'm sitting here with a headband on and my hair clip in because afterwards I'm going to have a shower, wash my face and whack on a facial. I'm going to do a lymphatic therapy treatment followed by LED, you know, and that is just going to be something quick that I do myself. There's going to be no inhalations, no welcome massages. There's going to be no facial massages, no hot steam towels. So it's a totally different experience to what our clients are getting. Yes, I'm getting that treatment for free essentially because I'm doing it myself, but (laughs) you know, it it wouldn't be the same as if I was to go and spend $130 plus and actually go and have a facial. And for me, because I work in the industry and I'm so used to doing it myself, I actually see the value in paying for somebody. But oftentimes as therapists and as business owners, like we're the exact same. We would see the value in going and paying to go and have a facial, but it's almost like we feel bad for charging our clients that much when we know how much value we're actually giving somebody. So it comes down to then working on your self-worth and really working on, you know, the amount of value that you're giving to your clients. The next is that a poor money mindset can actually inhibit our success in business too. And obviously, if we aren't selling, then it's going to be hard to make money and it's going to be hard to be successful. But secondly, then we tend to hold on to the money that we do make so tightly. And as a result, it almost feels like then we're suffocating money. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. Before we get back into it, I just had to share with you my brand new program that is going to skyrocket your confidence when it comes to educating your clients on their skin concerns. And as a result, increase product sales, treatment bookings, and the best part, client results. When you sign up to explain skin concerns like a boss, not only do you get my training that shares with you exactly how I explain each skin concern to clients, but you also get my skin concern flashcards that you can use as a visual tool during consultations. Imagine if you could increase average client spend by $100 or more simply just by educating them. As my gift to you, I'd love to give you $100 off your purchase. Click the link below in the show notes 
and use code EXPLAIN100 at the checkout. Now let's get back to today's episode. So what I mean by suffocating money is the way that this was first explained to me, and this makes so much sense, is that money is an energy, right? And if we hold it really close and hold it really tightly, then it's almost going to be like we're suffocating it. And if we think about this as a needy relationship, whether that be, you know, a needy boyfriend, a needy husband, a needy family member or a needy sister, you know, it can get a little bit too much. Imagine if this is somebody who's constantly messaging you, constantly calling you, constantly wants to catch up, constantly wants to tell you about every second in their day and tell you about every little thing that happened to them. It can be quite overwhelming and then you're like, oh my gosh, like just give me space. I don't want to do that. And as a result, sometimes you end up pushing completely away. I know I have definitely done that with people because I'm definitely an introvert, extrovert, but more of an introvert and, you know, I can get overwhelmed by that. And then I'm like, oh, I don't even want to talk to this person because it's just too much. Like they're constantly talking to me and it's overwhelming me. (laughs) It's like I get sensory overload, but the same thing happens with money. And we don't want to do that with money. We don't want to hold on to it so tightly that, you know, then it's like, shit, I don't want to be around this person anymore. Like they're so needy. They're suffocating me. Like we need to treat money as flow and as energy to allow it to flow in and out of our business. And I actually, as I'm saying this out loud, how funny is this? So ages ago, it must have been more than a year ago, I actually saw Claire Wood and I'm attending her retreat tomorrow. She did an Instagram live and she was talking about how money is energy and money is flow. And she was saying, you know, when you have, when you have money come in, do you hold on to it really tightly and save it for a rainy day? Or do you go and then spend it with small businesses and, you know, you circulate the energy around and the more that you receive, the more that you give. And that becomes a real beautiful energy and a real beautiful flow. And that's so crazy that I'm just remembering that now as I'm going to her retreat tomorrow. But it is so, so true. When we aren't reaching our financial goals in business, you know, that can actually be the best time to invest into our business. And I know that sounds really scary because you're like, well, shit, I don't have much money. I've got to hold on to the money that I do have. But once again, you're going to be suffocating it. And so look at it as, well, how can I actually invest this money to help me grow my business? And that might be in the way of a mindset coach. It could be a business coach, it could be education. It could be investing it into more marketing. Any way that we can actually spend this money to then help us bring more clients in to make more money. Now, I wanted to point something out there because did you notice how I didn't say, spend that money to bring in a new treatment. (laughs) This is probably the biggest mistake that I see beauty business owners do all the time. And I might cop a little bit of hate for this, but hear me out. So oftentimes I will see a business owner who's probably not as busy as they would like to be. And they're a little bit stressed financially about making money. And they will see everybody doing a certain treatment on Instagram. And so they go and spend their last three grand or their last five grand on a device of some sort, whether it be an LED, whether it be a hydrofacial, whether it be skin needling, whether it be a new sort of treatment to then post it on Instagram and be like, we now have this treatment book in with us. And it just, that's not how it works. <laughs> it doesn't matter like what treatments you have. You can have 
all of the same treatments as the biggest clinic in your area and that still won't bring you more money in because one, you haven't worked on your money mindset. Two, you don't know the business strategies to actually help you make money with that machine. And three, like how are you actually becoming more visible to your ideal target audience? How are you actually then marketing yourself to bring new clients in so they can have that treatment? And so oftentimes I, when people are like, do you reckon I should buy this? I'm like, no, I think if you do have a spare three to five grand, I actually think you should spend it on learning how to market your business more. Because even if you only are at the beginning of your business journey and um, you only do facials and let's say, for example, you do a 90 minute massage and one facial and you're like, I'm going to grow from there. And you build up a little bit of money and you're like, okay, cool. Like I've got a little bit of money. I've had a couple of steady clients. I'm going to bring in the next thing now. I would honestly say just become the expert in what you're currently doing. Become the expert in that facial and learn how to really leverage the clients that you have and market the shit out of yourself so you can bring more people in so you can really be known as the expert for that. And I can say that that works 100% of the time because you look at brow specialists, you look at hairdressers who are blonde specialists or balayage specialists, or you look at people who do lashes and they're lash extension specialists, or you look at certain makeup artists or certain bridal hairstylists. Like usually they're only really great at one amazing thing and it really helps them to build their reputation. And you'll find those people then through collaborations. They might have some PR, they might have some influencers, they might do a Facebook ad. And so because they're so good at that one thing, they're like, okay, well, I'm going to spend all my time and money you know, marketing myself to actually keep bringing people in for that one thing. And I like to call that the low hanging fruit. Like if people are already loving that service and that's your most popular service, then why not push it more? Why not market it more and bring more people in? But of course, (laughs) that comes with a very clever, that comes with a really healthy, should I say, money mindset. You know, whereas somebody with a poor money mindset would be like, it's not working for me. I'm not capable of this. It's too much. Like, it's too hard. I can't make money doing this. Whereas somebody with a healthy money mindset is like, no, I'm good at this. I'm going to spend money to market myself for this. And that is the biggest difference. All right. So where am I up to in my notes? (laughs) It is late. It's eight o'clock. But I really wanted to do this because I've been thinking about this all goddamn day. And I was like, oh, I just have to do this because I'm so passionate about talking about money mindsets. And the reason is because, as I said at the beginning of the podcast, I've really worked on mine quite a lot over the past, you know, 12 months or so. So when I first started my business, I was terrified. And if you're listening to this podcast in February 2022, I have officially been in business for 12 months now. So I launched Skin Queen in February 2021 and I then went full time in my business in um, July 2021. And I was shit scared. I was leaving a corporate job where I was earning over 100k a year. I had a beautiful team. I you know, was really good at what I did. (laughs) I got a lot of perks. I got a lot of free products. I got a lot of free training. I got to travel everywhere in Australia from Sydney to Melbourne to Darwin to North Queensland and anywhere in between. And I was like, no, I've got to go do this for myself. Like I would just let myself down if I didn't go and pursue this. And I was freaking terrified because 
One, I have a mortgage (laughs) because the previous July I bought a house, which I never thought I would actually do. So I was like, how am I going to pay my mortgage? I also had a car loan at the time too, where that was like a, you know, thousand dollars or something a month. And I was like, how am I going to pay all my bills? And also my partner wasn't earning great money at the time when I quit my job. So I was like, how are we going to work it all out? Oh my gosh. And I really didn't have a choice when I had to make the jump. And I was like, I'm going to stuff us up. We're going to have to sell the house. I'm going to live in a tent. And I was bloody terrified. By the time I had quit um, my job in July 2021, after launching my business in February 2021, I had actually only made eight grand worth of sales in total. So that's not enough for somebody to be like, oh yeah, this business is doing well. I'm going to quit and I'm going to do it. (laughs) I mean, I was definitely seeing it grow each month. I think the first month I had a $500 month. Second month I had a $1,000 month. Uh, Third month was a $2,000. Then it was $2,500. Like it was definitely growing, but very, very slowly. And that wasn't near what I was getting paid in my corporate job at all. And at the same time too, (laughs) you know, I did actually invest eight grand um, in the 12, like to get 12 months of business coaching as well to get me to that point. (laughs) So technically I had actually only broken even. And for me, I actually started following really successful business owners on Instagram who had been earning multiple six figures for the past two to three years and listening to them talk about money and say, you know, it just comes in so effortlessly. And they would be like, you know, I'm going and having a morning breakfast and a morning coffee and then going and walking on the beach and sales are just flowing in. And I had a 70 grand sales month and I'm like, fuck, must be nice. (laughs) I was like, how do these people do it? I'm like, I don't know how I'm ever going to achieve this in my business. Like that just seems so unrealistic. Like I don't want to have to sell Um, I don't want to have to sell to begin with. And I was like, I don't want to do this unethically. And I started to notice something. I started to notice that, you know, these women who were high achievers, even in the beauty industry, because I did start to draw similarities to beauty business owners who were really successful and the way that they would, you know, treat money, talk about money, the way that they would spend their money. I was like, I think I need to work on my money mindset. And so that's when I actually invested in my first mindset coach and I worked with, oh, excuse me, her for six weeks. Her name is Jodie. I'm planning to get her on the podcast. Jodie, if you're listening to this, (laughs) no, I've been speaking to you about this for a little while, but I actually got her to help me with my money mindset and we started doing abundance hypnotherapy. And if you've heard of hypnotherapy before, you're like, whoa, what the hell is this girl crazy? And maybe a little bit, but honestly, this is probably the best investment I've ever made in my whole entire life. So I wanted to talk a little bit about what abundance is. And at first, when I started to hear this word abundance, you know, it really means so many different things to so many different people. For me, abundance means to have a plethora. And when I say the word abundant, I just see like, you know, white and gold and really like crisp images and like, you know, really wealthy images, whether you're like in a hotel that has a nice green plant wall at the back and there are, you know, nice white Lexuses coming up into the driveway. I don't know. I just see really abundant images like that. For others, it could mean like, you know, visualizations of like the beach and hammocks and sparkling clear blue waters and 
beautiful blue skies. Like it, it just means so many different things to so many different people. But abundance, you know, essentially means a lot of. And it is actually a mindset. And as I said, when somebody first told me this, I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. How can you have an abundance mindset if you have no money? (laughs) And that's where it all starts to change. So, you know, for me, I really have, as I said, did um, six weeks of abundance hypnotherapy where it completely just changed my mindset on everything. And I really worked with Jodi to overcome my limiting beliefs, have a look at where these limiting beliefs actually first came from and then work on squashing them and rewiring my, you know, core beliefs and reprogramming my money mindset essentially. And it was probably the most amazing thing that I've ever done because fast forward 12 months later. And honestly, I'm now that person where I'm like, yeah, I've had a 20 grand month and sales flow in really easily. And (laughs) I'm like, how cliche is that? I went from somebody who was like, but how to being like, oh yeah, it's so easy. (laughs) You know, and even recording this podcast as I'm sitting here, legit six minutes ago, I've had a sale for $2.99 come through. I also had another sale for $129 come through, another sale for $2.99 come through. And it gets to be easy when you have an abundance mindset. And I want you to start noticing, you know, whereabouts in your life can you see abundance? Because that for me was the biggest thing. Um, Where I live on the Gold Coast, I used to live in Brisbane City where there was like no trees. And now I live on the Gold Coast. I have a beautiful backyard for my two doggos and my kitten. And oftentimes in the middle of the day when everybody's at work and the weather is nice, I'll just look out my office window and we've got this beautiful big tree at the backyard and I just notice all of the leaves, I notice all of the branches and then I start to think about how this tree is home to so many different creatures. It would be home to so many different spiders. I know for sure it's home to different spiders because I always walk into webs at night. Um, home to so many ants, home to so many green tree snakes. It's also home to so many green tree frogs, but it's also home to possums. It's also home to so many birds. It's also home to so many other bugs. And I'm just, I always look at this tree and I'm always like, oh my gosh, like nature is so abundant. And that's what I really want you to start doing because when you start to notice the little things in life that are you know, really abundant, that's when you'll be like, oh my gosh, abundance is everywhere. Even as I'm recording this, I'm actually sitting in an Airbnb and, you know, there's a bottle of wine here and it says with compliments and I'm like, oh my gosh, like somebody's just given me, and it's not like a cheap bottle of wine either. (laughs) And I'm like, wow, somebody's just given me like a free bottle of wine. I'm not going to drink it, but like how abundant is that? And I just, I like, that is the biggest thing. So a few other things to help you and give you a little bit more practical tips is journaling. So a big part of my practice now is, you know, whenever I remember to, and I try to do this daily, but I try and at least do it a few times a week, is I, in my journal, will start writing all of the things that I'm actually grateful for and all of the things that I have in my life that maybe somebody might not have. So it could be things like, you know, a beautiful new car that I only bought in 2018, could be that I get to sit in bed and do work. It could be for my amazing community. Like I've got such an engaged, such a beautiful community. It could be for the fact that I actually get to help women every single day and really motivate and inspire them and really empower them to be 
amazing women in business because women are amazing and we have these amazing businesses. It's just about, you know, putting the right puzzle pieces together to get it going. But that, like when I sit there and I do that, I even write things like, you know, I'm so grateful that I get to be home with my two dogs and my cat. Like, I'm so grateful that I got to adopt my cat and my cat like loves her life with me. And those little things just really help me to be more grateful and just see more abundance. I'm trying to think of this quote that I saw and it was like, why would the universe give you anything more than you've got if you're not already grateful for the things that you've got? And that is huge because the more that you start to see abundance, the more that you start to see everything that you're, you already have in your life, that's when everything starts to change. Now, the next thing that actually helped me too is self-hypnosis. And so we've probably all heard of affirmations. It's quite a similar process. So at the end of my abundance hypnotherapy, I was actually given a page and I think it had 15 affirmations and it was things like money flows to me easily. I have lots of creative ideas for money. You know, clients flow to me with ease. Um, Money is all around me. Lots of different ones. And basically every day, whether it's in the beginning of the day or at night, I've got to repeat each one 15 times and then I go the next day, I add on that one and then the next one. So, you know, by the end of it, you know, the first time you do it, it's like takes two minutes. By the end of it, you're literally sitting there for like maybe like 20 minutes, just repeating all these affirmations 15 times and then on to the next one 15 times and so on and so forth. But it really reprograms and it helps to build new neural pathways. So there's actual science behind this. And it helps to really reprogram your beliefs. So that's definitely something if you're like, okay, I really need to work on my money mindset. I would definitely recommend just choosing maybe 10 or 15 money affirmations, popping them on a Word document. And then every day, read the first line out 15 times. Day two, read the first one out 15 times, followed by the second one out 15 times. Third day, so on and so forth. Because you will begin to notice the change in your money mindset. I promise you this. So as I keep saying, this is a very important topic to me. And obviously something that I'm super passionate about. And something that I just feel like we as women need to work on. And also too, as business owners in the beauty industry, we need to work on. You know, how can we expect people to spend money in our businesses to help us become more successful if we aren't willing to spend money, time and energy on our businesses ourselves to help ourselves become successful? Like it just makes so much sense. Like why would somebody want to spend their time, money and energy in our place if we don't even want to put the time, money and energy into our place? And so I'm going to summarize this by saying that, you know, it's something to start becoming aware of. And I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. As I said, it's not my traditional, typical skin educational one. That will be back next week. We've got some cool topics about things like CBD oil and hemp oil, which I'm really looking forward to sharing with you. But, you know, we're all in the business of sales and we're all in the business of serving and money makes the world go around. Money helps us to feed ourselves, helps us to put our kids in school, put fuel in our car, keep roofs over our heads. And it's something that's so vital. And so I really wanted to empower you to actually, you know, make the best of your money mindset. 
So I'd love to hear from you. Let me know on Instagram if you enjoyed this topic. Make sure to screenshot it and share it on your Instagram profile at Skin Queen with three E's and I will repost you and I'd love to then have a chat with you as well because you know, this is interesting for some people. They're like, nah, boring. Don't want to listen. <laughs> and for others, they're like, oh my gosh, I never even gave it too much thought before. Now I'm excited to work on this, but have a beautiful week, whatever you are getting up to. And for those joining in with the masterclass on this Sunday, you still have one week to buy tickets. Early bird pricing is unfortunately now over, <laughs> but you know, we've had nearly 32 people already buy tickets. And so it's going to be an epic day. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I am hosting a amazing masterclass on Sunday, the 6th of March. Now, before my inbox gets flooded, yes, it will be recorded and the replay will be sent out for everybody to watch with three months access. I'm hosting this masterclass with Nancy Abdu. So she is the director of the Australian Dermal and Laser Institute. And Fiona Tuck, who is the owner of Fiona Tuck Nutrition and also Vitasol Skin Foods. So we are doing a full day masterclass. I'm going to be talking about consultations and helping you to retail, um, sell and rebook more. Fiona is going to be doing a deep dive on skin analysis and how to look at this quite holistically so you can see if skins are nutrient depleted, I think is the word she used, as well as you can see if caffeine is affecting somebody's skin, diet, stress, all of those amazing factors that we know does affect the skin, but she's going to actually share with you what that looks like. And then Nancy is going to be sharing with you how to effectively prep the skin ahead of advanced treatments and also how you can then, you know, create multimodality treatments as well. So whether that's things like doing a peel followed by LED, or I think the one that she spoke about was doing HIFU and LED cross skin needling, I think. So really looking forward to that. Check the link in my bio for tickets. It's called The Ultimate Client Journey. But have a beautiful week and I will chat to you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it or learned something new, be sure to share this on Instagram and tag me at Skin Queen. That's Queen with three E's. And I'll be sure to repost you. Have an amazing day and stay moisturized.